Hello, and thank you for downloading this program from Starry Decisis Radio, where we discuss all the judgments of the United Kingdom Supreme Court. My name is Mark Tottenham. In this show, I shall discuss the case of Mandalia versus the Secretary of State for the Home Department, which was decided on the 15th of October 2015. The citation for the case is 2015 UKSC 59. This case concerned an application for a student visa, which had been rejected for failure to provide complete financial information. The question was whether the UK border agency should have contacted the applicant to obtain further information prior to rejecting his application. The applicant was a student from India, studying accountancy in the UK. Having been in the country for some time, he sought to extend his visa to pursue a further course of studies. One of the many requirements of the application was that he showed that he had £600 for each month of his proposed stay. Accordingly, he needed to show that he had the sum of £5,400 for his nine-month course. Mr Mandalia provided bank statements showing that he had a balance exceeding £11,000 between the 29th of December 2011 and the 19th of January 2012. However, this was a period of just 22 days, and the visa required that he hold the sum of £5,400 for at least 28 days. When his application was received by the UK Border Agency, he received an acknowledgement which stated that he would be contacted if there were any problems, such as missing documentation or or omissions. However, two months later he was informed that his application had been refused and that plans were being made to remove him from the country. He brought an appeal to the first tier tribunal. However, there was a statutory provision that the tribunal could only consider such information as had been before the original decision-maker. A particular issue in this case was a process instruction that had been issued to caseworkers as to what circumstances should lead them to seek more information from the applicant. It seems that for complicated reasons, his appeals to the upper tribunal and to the Court of Appeal failed to address whether the caseworker in question had properly followed the UK Border Agency's own procedures. So the matter had to proceed to the Supreme Court. In the Supreme Court, the process instruction to caseworkers was opened and analysed. It was clear that there was no limit on the amount of information that might be sought from, the, from an applicant where, where it was reasonable to do so. In this particular case, it was noted, the number on the top of the relevant bank statement was number 64. This suggested that there were earlier statements that might provide information as to whether the applicant had funds for the missing six-day period. Nonetheless, the Home Secretary relied on previous case law to argue that omitted pages should only have been sought by the caseworker if the first and last pages provided covered a period that exceeded 28 days. The decision in the case was given by Lord Wilson, and it was unanimous. He noted at first that the instructions given to the applicant did not make it clear that he needed to show bank statements that covered a 28-day period. He said, open quotation, Nothing in the application form itself could have alerted Mr Mandalia to the requirement to enclose bank statements which demonstrated that his holding of at least £5,400 had endured for a consecutive period of 28 days. It would have been easy for the agency to explain the 28-day requirement in its instruction in section L24. 
It is probable that when he obtained the form, Mr. Mandalia also obtained a leaflet entitled Help Text, which on the front of the form the agency advised him to read prior to completing it. But although not every page of the leaflet in its then current form is before the court, the agency accepts that again there was nothing in it to alert Mr. Mandalia to the 28-day requirement. End of quotation. As to the submission by the Home Secretary that the caseworker did not need to seek the earlier pages, he said, open quotation, Thus emboldened by the analysis of two highly respected judges, the Secretary of State submits that it is only when the applicant has provided the caseworker with what she calls two pillars, namely the pillar which marks the start of a series and the pillar which marks its end, that the caseworker can properly conclude that something is missing from the series, which he should invite the applicant to provide. Speaking for myself, I consider the Secretary of State's submission to be misplaced even at the high level of pedantry on which it has been set. Mr. Mandalia's bank statements numbered 62, 63 and 64 formed a series. It must have been obvious to the caseworker, as he studied statement number 64, that it formed the last in a series, and that the statement or statements which covered the preceding six days, and which turned out to be the statements numbered 62 and 63, were missing from the series. But in my view, it was not the task of the unfortunate caseworker even to attempt to split such hairs. Conferred as he was with the necessary degree of flexibility, how could the caseworker have followed the process instruction other than by requesting Mr. Mandalia to provide the statement or statements which covered the first six of the 28 days? End of quotation. The court determined that the agency had acted unlawfully in refusing the student visa and quashed the decision. This allowed Mr. Mandalia to make a new application, which was to be lawfully redetermined. In my view, the difficulty with this case is in understanding how it needed to go all the way to the Supreme Court to be correctly determined. Clearly, the ever-present fear of immigration in the UK has led rules to be tightened. But it is difficult to see how an appeal from the previous decision could not have considered the unreasonableness of the caseworker in failing to seek further information. It is fortunate that the problem in this case was eventually identified, albeit at the highest level. Thank you very much for listening to this programme. If you have any comments, please see the Starry Decisis Radio Facebook page or Twitter account. And if you have enjoyed this programme, please tell your friends and colleagues about Starry Decisis Radio.